Hello and welcome back to the movies made us do it. Me and Matt are back. How are you, Matt? I'm pretty good, sir. Are you? I'm all right, yeah. Doing uh, doing okay. Um well, we've we've watched quite a few things this time. So uh, where where do you want to start? I've only seen well, a couple of movies, but uh... I think you should probably start with your with your big one then. Oh, do you want to start with The Batman? Yeah, might as well. I'm I think kicking, that's kicking it off immediately with uh with The Batman. So yes, I I saw The Batman. Um went to see it with Ben. Um we I I said to him he he messaged me it was like in the week he was like hey do you want to go see the batman um on on last last saturday saturday before um of course because we do the uh the the uh movie review the big movie review that we get uh, we kind of deep dive into a movie i forget it's been two weeks now so two weeks ago and i said to i joke i joked to him at the time i think we only see long movies now that's it because we saw june <laughs> in the cinema and then we saw the batman but um yeah. so uh yes a cinema trip and always nice to be in the cinema you know it's 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 uh it's it's always nice to um to get to the cinema i think uh especially for these kind of big tempo movies um yeah as long as, long as everybody's behaving themselves it's, it's yeah, always yeah yeah it was fine it was fine but uh anyway yeah so the batman directed by matt reeves um and written i think by matt reeves as well at least in part along with uh, peter craig um starring robert patterson zoe kravitz uh paul dano uh jeffrey wright andy circus uh colin farrell star-studded cast yeah i mean the cast is ridiculous isn't it it's, it's a so, it's a tremendous cast yeah so out of the way. i mean I, i'm not sure about some of the choices for some of the characters right i mean i, I like andy circus but i don't think i'd have ever picked him for um alfred, alfred. so and yeah i certainly would never have picked um uh, colin farrell as, as the penguin well yeah so it's it's interesting we uh, you know I guess we could start with the casting. Uh, going in, I actually said to uh, to Ben, uh, I, I I really hope that the hype I'm hearing about the Penguin is more than just makeup. Because, yes, yeah. it's an amazing makeup job. But I hope that, you know, that Colin Farrell's performance is worthy. You know, because I feel like whenever someone does like, a, you know, a fat suit or a big, like, you know, big yeah. prosthetic, they're like, oh, Oscars. And it's like, but is it actually an Oscar worthy performance? Um, I thought his performance was fantastic. Okay. He is not only is he unrecognizable as like Colin Farrell, but he he just he is a complete embodiment of of this version of the penguin anyway um right. it's it, you would never know it was him like and and i mean his performance is mobster than grotesque is he? he's he's a mobster who was uh he's obviously been scarred before he's he's quite scarred um and he's working his way up basically um he's he's working within the uh he's working for falcone but he's kind of working his way up through you know um or at least he has ties to falcone um so this is year two, Batman. <laughs> um, so we're we're two years into into him being Batman. Now I I do have a few issues with that. Um, okay. Well, the idea is obviously year one. We've seen year one, right? And thankfully, right. we are spared in this movie. We're we're spared the pearls dropping on the floor and yeah. you know all of that good stuff. Yeah. So we're Thank in year God. two. No one ever needs to see that again. No, no, no. Uh, But my my kind of... The the issues I have with it being year two is that whilst Batman makes... Batman makes mistakes during this movie, and I'm kind of okay with it to a point. Yeah. The the problem is that if you're year two Batman, to me, he'd be like 
I don't know, 19 or something. And and Robert Pattinson's like in his 30s. I, I would have thought by this point, you're kind of peak Batman, not... Uh, he kind of comes across a bit odd when he's kind of... It, it depends on... Because I think there are, you know, like many of these series now, there are so many different origins. Oh, of, of course, yeah, yeah. But in my head, I've always liked the idea of him. First, he goes on, you know, kind of like the 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 Nolan. Even though I'm not a big fan of the Nolan movies, mm. the the whole him going off and joining, you know, the ninja the ninjas and stuff. And, yeah. You know, the, going to places, becoming a detective. You know, there's, yes. I can't remember the French guy's name in the comics that he, he goes to see that. I no idea <laughs> but there's there's some really good stuff where he goes and sort of you know he trains um with with all these different yeah to to, to hone his skills so, and and we're, we're it, assuming that happened and as soon as he becomes batman on my gal for me i i've always thought of a must be at least mid 20s to late 20s I'd yeah thought. maybe it's just me then um it just to me i was like i think you if, know. He, if, if he's supposed to be as good as he is by the time he's the batman because you, you know like you said in Year one and year two, yeah, he's going to make mistakes because yeah. you know all, all that sort of stuff. But still, he's trained, you know. And I think if he oh, he's clearly trained. Um, things, then it seems a bit weird that he's yeah, bad. yeah. He he's clearly trained in this. I mean, he takes out several guys. Um, yeah. but but of course he'll he'll he will take punches as well. He gets beat up quite a lot. Um, you know, if he and and I kind of like that in a way. You know, if he's taking on like ten guys. Yeah. he's getting beat up too he takes punches as well as gives them mm-hmm. um so from that perspective i i think it works quite well i think robert patterson's performance is fantastic for for the batman they're going for um we're right. big fans of robert patterson anyway so there's no yeah. no surprise there he's great in the role um he the 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 one criticism i would give and it's not a criticism of robert patterson it's a criticism of the writing around batman is that and i'm fine we'll see how it goes because we're going to make more batman movies uh in this one there is zero difference between batman and bruce wayne Mm, he's batman a hundred percent of the time in this movie uh even when he's not wearing the cowl he is just batman um to the point that there's a few scenes where like you you i see him in in scenes as bruce wayne and i look at him and i'm like you are clearly batman like you just you look like batman and you know there's a scene when he knocks on these mobsters door this 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 club night he goes to this club and he knocks on the door as batman um and kind of like you know knocks out the the mobsters or whatever and later he comes back as bruce wayne and i'm like he looks like batman like i I can't you know i I, and his voice wasn't that much different either so it was kind of a bit like yeah you you do kind of look like batman um so i think that's the one criticism i would give of the the character in the movie uh is that i'm I'm kind of fine with it this being year two but i want to see him develop that as we go through this series of films i'm assuming they're making a, a trilogy i would imagine um I mean, and it if, seems to be fucking standard yeah it? it's it's the thing to do right so assuming they do that i i would like to see him develop bruce wayne now yeah um i thought zoe kravitz was fantastic as as uh, catwoman really liked her performance in this um okay Paul Dano is is great. Um, he's not really. I mean, they've they've updated the Riddler. Um, oh. He's an incel now. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's, he's no longer the Riddler, really. Uh, although he does. I mean, he gives riddles and stuff. It's just not the Riddler that I'm used to. I should say. No. Um, so he he's. <laughs> Who'd have thought Jim Carrey would make a better Riddler, eh? 
Uh, I don't know. Well, I'm I'm kind of okay with it in this universe. Again, we're we're in the 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 world of let's make Batman realistic. Yeah, which, it, for me, it's, it's really getting on my nerves. It's, well, it not only does it get on my nerves, but it also causes problems every time. I, I've always said my biggest issue with the Nolan trilogy is that they said it was realistic, and and then they're they're using something to vaporize the water supply of Gotham yeah. and and poison everyone, and then there's this atomic bomb, and and Batman gets imprisoned like in. I don't know, Iraq or something, and walks back to Gotham. <laughs> and it's all these things where I'm like, I wouldn't question this if we were in Burton's Batman world. Yeah. Or if we're in the comic book, or or even the Snyderverse, right? But when it's when you tell me it's realistic, I have issues. And that's one of the things I have in this, is like, you know, it's the most... This is way more grounded. This is more grounded than uh, Nolan's trilogy in many ways. Um, it's just weird, isn't it? It's just... But the problem comes, you've got a very grounded Batman, a very grounded world. Gotham is it's probably the uh, next to Burton. If Burton had more sets, I think yes. Burton might be it. But, but yeah, it's difficult when Burton only had a, like one more, square to work more with. A, more than just a yeah, more than just a street. <laughs> the courthouse, and you know that's about it. Um, <laughs> but the the Gotham feels real. It feels alive, and it it's gorgeous. It's got that gothic architecture. I think they did a lot in Edinburgh and whatnot, didn't they? And, mm, yeah. and it shows. Edinburgh, it shows Liverpool, and it was all over the place. Um, it? but the the when you sell me, it's realistic. Uh, and then you've got an awesome by itself, awesome Batmobile chase. Yeah, it's so over the top though that you're like, <laughs> this is really grounded, and then you do this, and it's like that's ridiculous now and it wouldn't have been ridiculous if we were making a comic book movie but we're making a movie like it's basically seven but with batman and then in the middle of it there's a huge car chase this like ridiculous like i mean not just a car chase but like a ridiculous car chase lots of people die on the freeway let's put it that way it's still one of the weirdest things for me is you know we said before it's it's the whole idea that you ground batman because by doing that, you're you're really it's stupid. He's got the biggest roster of, of villains, and by doing grounding it, you're basically just yeah, you, well. Cut, you can't do Mister Freeze. You can't do Poison Ivy. You can't do villains. Killer Croc. You can't do no, Man Bat. You can't clay do face <laughs> yeah Clayface. Like you're right. Most yeah, of those characters. Man Bat. Yeah, exactly. It's, you know all those really cool like mm. uh, bad guys that we you know that we love. You're basically you're, you're all you're doing is you're making. Grounded Joker, grounded Penguin, grounded Thingy, and Joker, grounded, grounded um, Two Face, maybe Two Face at a push, and then at a push, and that was the problem with the Nolan trilogy was like fucking Scarecrow and Scarecrow, I'm fucking yeah. sick of Scarecrow. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, you've also got scenes where you know, like I said, in in the fight scenes, it's gritty, it's down to earth, and you're like, yeah, okay, he's getting punched, he's getting beat up as well. I believe it. But then, you know, towards the end, they shoot machine guns at him. And I know he's wearing body armor, but if you get shot with a bullet, you're going down. It's going to hit your back, you know? And it's the kind of thing I'm fine if it's the Snyderverse, but you've made a grounded Batman. And now I'm like, he's walking towards them as they're firing at him and it's making no difference to him whatsoever. I mean, if you see someone, look online at someone getting shot with body armor on. Yeah, it hurts and they fall back and you know, <laughs> or they at least react to it, you know. Um, so it's kind of difficult to contrast those two things. Um, and this is where I think ultimately, like you, doing a realistic Batman doesn't quite work. Um, that said, the movie they have made, I think, is really, really good for the most part. I loved uh, the. We finally get to see Batman be a detective. Great. Yeah great that, which is good because the thing is they promise that's what they promised from the beginning of, of yeah 
you got the that the, was his thing, the wasn't it? Really, I think. And then when we saw the trailers, it was like, well, that there's no evidence of that. In no, this but but he is. So he is year two. He is working with Gordon. Uh, the rest of the police are kind of pissed off that he's working with. Uh, I think he's a sergeant Gordon in this. Right. Uh, the rest of the police are kind of annoyed, but um, Sergeant Gordon keeps letting the Batman onto crime scenes and keeps letting Batman get involved in these investigations. Um, so we actually have, you know, it kind of feels very 66 where you've got Batman at a crime scene with the police <laughs> and um, it feels very Zorro-y as well um, in a weird way. Kind of cool. Uh, yeah, I think it's the mask because it's like a leather mask. It just it yeah. has a bit of a Zorro-y look. Um, but yeah, so he's actually at the crime scenes. He's actually figuring things out, working things out. He's got this cool... Um, uh, he's got like contact lenses that are, that are able to record footage. So whatever he sees, he then goes back to the back computer and looks through and kind of pours through it to, to kind of work out things. Um, and obviously the Riddler is giving him riddles. He is really dumb in some cases. Um, some of the riddles, you're like, how did you... He, at one point, one of the riddles is like about a flying rat, right? Or a rat with wings, and right. um, and he thinks it's the penguin, and then they go on this big car chase and they take down the penguin, and then the penguin's like, "It's a fucking bat, you dickhead!" And like, but it's like you're the world's greatest detective, Batman. How did you think? How did you go to the penguin rather than yourself? <laughs> flying yeah, rat. It's a flight. One penguins don't fly. I think it was a flying rat, something like that. But uh, it, it was, it was, it was something really obvious to where as soon as it, it came up, I was like, well, "Was Batman?" Obviously, and he was like, "The penguin." I was like, "What?" <laughs> okay. Um, and uh, but yeah, we we finally get to see him be a detective. Uh, we get to see him kind of learning, and in a much, we we do get to see him kind of learn he's got much more of a story arc in this than than he probably did in the nolan trilogy where you know he he learned a little but he was pretty much just the perfect badass from the start um right. you know um but um we we finally get to see that i i think it's an interesting story i think it's uh, a fun story i liked i liked the story um overall the the uh the the plan of the riddler i don't you know like i said it's a very different take on the riddler you're gonna either love that or hate it uh i didn't mind it i was fine with it fine with it being an incel and that you know his his overall plan the issues come for me the last sort of 15 20 minutes of this movie it falls off a cliff for me um they to me it feels like they had this seven like um detective uh movie yeah that for me had a satisfying end they mm -hmm. they catch the riddler they they figure it out and they they catch him but they don't catch him with a massive fight he gives he effectively <laughs> he effectively goes to a coffee shop and they catch him in the coffee shop once batman's figured it out and figured out what he was doing um and there's this great thing where um well great in some ways depends what you're trying to go with but um it it feels like we we get to that point and we're like okay movie done and then the Batman has an interview with him at Arkham. He interviews, he talks to, to the Riddler at Arkham. And um, the Riddler basically thought that Batman was helping him the whole time. He thought that Batman was on his side. He was leaving clues for the Batman because the Batman's a vigilante and the Batman's been taking down crime. So the Riddler's uncovered this, or, or is involved in this this whole plot to uncover the, the dark, seedy underbelly of Gotham and, and these public figures who need to be exposed. And he thought by giving the clues, Batman was helping. Um, cool ending. But then uh, it feels like 
there was a screening and there was like a committee of people that were like you can't end the movie without a huge action scene (laughs) so then they were like okay so this incel who has 500 followers online suddenly has enough people behind him to like blow up the the uh the 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 um the uh sea walls around gotham flooding gotham and then there's going to be this big shootout and batman comes in to save the day at the end so we get our action set piece our our tremendous action set piece very well directed but felt completely unnecessary and needless at the end of this movie it's like tacked on because someone in the studio said we need an action ending you know you can't possibly have a movie that just you know they catch the guy and it's fine no 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 we must have our big action set piece in a stadium and you know um oh not a stadium again oh yeah it's a stadium because the 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 sea walls collapse and then it's like oh well they're gonna evacuate everyone to the stadium and that's where he wants his one of his last targets (laughs) is gonna be at the stadium so so the batman has to make the save um but overall i i really enjoyed it it again has some silly moments like i said and those silly moments are mostly derived from the fact that this movie tries to be realistic um really awkward uh framing in some shots as well weirdly um like there's a scene where batman um sorry at the end of the movie catwoman is um she's at a gravesite and she turns around and batman's there and she's like jesus christ do you ever just say hello you know because he snuck up on her and did the batman thing and they have this exchange and it's great really well shot but then the camera cuts and kind of pans around slightly and her bike's there and the bat bike's right next to it so you're like you snuck up on her on the motorbike (laughs) and she didn't hear your motorbike maybe you pushed it maybe maybe he silently pushed it <laughs> up yeah maybe he did it was like it, things like that where you're like that's weird you you could have just put it you know at the end you could have just cut to another shot of them walking out of the graveyard or whatever and it would have made much more sense if the bikes were a little further away um yeah. so yeah weird things like that aside uh i thought that the performances are fantastic by everyone jeffrey wright's great as gordon um really really liked his his gordon um yeah so overall i I think it's it's a good movie it's definitely flawed and i would say for me it was over long uh it's almost three hours i think uh, or maybe is three hours uh and honestly for me that whole action set piece at the end could have just gone uh could have done without it personally um but um an uneven but but well directed i'm a big fan of matt reeves and i think this movie looks stunning the framing's great um the direction's fantastic uh it didn't feel like three hours to its credit um but i do think you could have lost that action set piece at the end for me personally um and i would like to see more of uh, i know you said you weren't uh weren't sure about andy circus's uh alfred i would like to see I'm more of andy circus yeah i suppose i wasn't i was I didn't mean he couldn't play Alfred. I'm just saying I wouldn't have cast him as Alfred. It's sure, just, yeah, it's a different. I'm Alfred. sure he. I'm sure he does a good job. Yeah, I mean, again, it, it's it's a different I'm take sure. on Alfred. This is this is a younger Alfred and an Alfred. This obviously, you know, we we always get those hints that Alfred used to be in the SAS or I mean, used to have I, some some. I history. would argue that in in general, we've had better Alfreds than we have Batman. But well, it's funny you should say that because in terms of the the riddles of this movie, uh. It, it's actually it's actually alfred that solves most of the, the riddles batman doesn't 
like, I mean, literally Alfred's at home just working on the riddles and he figures most of them out. So uh, it's kind of a team effort at this stage in Batman's career, which is fine, I guess. Um, We don't see him very much and we don't see Colin Farrell's Penguin very much. But what I do see of them, I thought was great. So I'm looking forward to seeing more. I'm looking forward to see what they do with the sequel. Um, I think it's a good film overall. Um, I I, I do have, unfortunately, like you, I have that issue. I, I think making a realistic Batman is a really silly decision to make batman is ridiculous and the further you stray away from the comics and just making it a silly fantasy movie yeah the more ridiculous it gets um so yeah and and yeah and then the 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 movie um (laughs) the movie ends with uh with bruce batman saying um i wasn't sure if I was gonna, uh, I wasn't sure if I was making a difference, but now I know I've made a difference. And I turned to Ben and I said, uh, "Yeah, he's made everything fucking worse because, like, <laughs> the whole movie is like the the Riddler thought Batman was helping him. Like, the the Riddler was basically inspired by Batman. So it's kind of like you fucked everything up. Like, this was all you're doing, basically. Um, and that might have been intentional, but um, yeah. But yeah, overall, uh, I thought it was a very strong movie very strong showing from from matt reeves and, and the whole cast um my my issues with the you know realistic batman aside um yeah thoroughly enjoyed it uh i know i've just i sound like i've just moaned about it um but i did really enjoy it overall i thought it was really really good um just yeah i would have lost the end personally but um but yeah overall uh very good very good uh, so, what else? What have you watched? What else have you watched? What have you watched? Uh, so, uh, I am going to go with 1883. 1883! Yes, starring Sam Elliott. Yeah. So, this is a prequel to Yellowstone. So, it's a TV series. Oh, yes, you said about this, um, I, I think, off-air. We talked about this last week. Yeah. I, I didn't know this was a thing. Yeah, so so there's a the, the, there's a series. It, it's, I can't remember how many seasons is in now. It's gone. It's a few seasons out. Uh, four seasons, I think, are out at the moment. Right. Yeah, four seasons are at the moment. I've only I've only seen uh, one season. Um, and it's basically that is about uh, a, the Dutton family uh, in um, is it Montana? Yeah, Montana, and they have this like shitloads of of land and they have this huge ranch and it's Kevin Costner and um, Luke Grimes and Kelly really. And it's that the the family sort of machinations and all that sort of stuff. Right. So this is a prequel series set in 1883 Mm -hmm. and it's how the family got to man Montana. Okay. So, <clears throat> now from what you told me last week yes it sounds just depressing as shit is it you, did um, you say it's basically the the oregon trail so it's it's basically the oregon trail oh yeah. man so <laughs> so you basically i think you're first introduced to um sam elliott who isn't a dutton but he's uh he's this uh shea brennan who is this um and it's probably one of the most harrowing introductions to a character ever okay um I, i'm not I, I'm, I don't it doesn't matter i think if i spoil this really so basically he's in this house with um well you see him he's basically just in tears um his wife and his daughter have just died of smallpox jesus okay uh, 
and he's literally setting fire to the house and he's sat there oh and he's about to shoot himself mm-hmm. um when um thomas uh played by Lamonica garrett uh sort of appears uh and says you know were you are you coming or not sort of thing i think i think some time has passed between the fire and, and this this yeah he's gonna kill himself but um he sort of doesn't shoot himself and he, he goes with him so these these two these two are um pinkertons mm-hmm. and they've been hired to um lead this group of i think it's mostly germans um but i, I think other nationalities as well to uh, across to um to Oregon, mm-hmm. and meanwhile you're introduced. You're also you're then introduced to um, James Dutton and his wife Margaret and his daughter uh, Elsa, and um, James played by Tim McGraw and uh, Margaret played by Faith Hill, who mm-hmm. were a real couple in real life. And for anybody who doesn't know, um, are country and western singers. Yeah, um, Tim McGraw. I'm not. Uh, I'm not au fait with his music. I don't really know. I, I know. I've, I've heard. I was going to say, I, I'm, I'm aware that he, yeah, I like, I'm exactly. kind of vaguely I, aware. I, I certainly couldn't hum one back to no, you. No, 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 but I am um, aware. Yeah. Faith Hill, a bit, I have heard a little more. I do know some Faith Hill tracks. That's at least, you know. That's something. Um, <laughs> so basically, uh, they've, they're going um, along as well, but then they're, they're not together. So they, um, he, <laughs> so J- James Dutton basically he gets or somebody tries to rob him and he ends up shooting some dude and you know he he proves that he's not to be messed with. So Sam Elliott basically goes to him and, and says, "Look, I'm I'm taking these fucking useless <laughs> Yeah, like they've got no fucking clue out. They've like, got no hope. So they, I'm gonna, but, yeah. I mean, these these people like have literally no clue how to do almost anything. They are basically like proper peasants you know like they've they've been not allowed to do anything they've you know like there's at one point where they're trying um they've got across this river and and um sam elliott's sort of like you just fucking swim across and they're all like we don't know how to swim oh so jesus like, christ you don't know how to swim it's like well where we were swimming was illegal he's like what the fuck are you talking about swimming's illegal where you're from it's like yeah none of us ever learned to swim so you've got this like whole bunch of German peasants who are like, you know, they are proper useless. Yeah, yeah, like they're they're in the wilderness and yeah. they have no survival skills whatsoever. So he hires they they and I mean, or not even survival skills, like fundamentals. Yeah, <laughs> you know, no, like... I mean they, they 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 drink from the river and all get oh, sick. Oh Jesus! Like, okay. No, no, no. Boil the fucking water is like. Can you do you not? The, I mean, sometimes you I do you do sort of think, are they really that fucking dumb? I mean, I I guess they must be, but. You would have thought, maybe not, but, you know, anyway, they hire a couple of other people. Eventually, um, he does persuade the Duttons to sort of go with them and, and they, and, you know, they, they, they go up, they go along and there's a, the, um, the usual sort of things that you would expect from, from this, to, you know, they get besieged by bandits and, yeah, you know, all that sort of stuff. What it's mostly about is the character of Elsa Dutton, who's the daughter, and it's for her. For her, it's a, it's a coming of age. She is, she's literally just sort of become a woman, <clears throat> and she is like her dad. She is, she knows how to ride. She's, she knows 
yeah, you know, she knows how to look, sort of mostly to look after herself to a certain degree. She's not very ladylike. Her mother despairs that she's she's never going to find a, a husband because she's too willful and she's too sort of you know um, headstrong and all that sort of stuff. And then and the dad's like, yeah, I, I kind of like that about her, sort of thing, you know. So you get that that sort of thing. But the the, the, the character um, she's played by Isabel, Isabel May, who I who I actually saw in the film I Want You Back a while ago. She played this teenager in it. Uh, that what I want you back. I hated, but they there's a bit where the two two of the main characters go to this nightclub and they end up with these girls and they go back to her house. Right. It's like clear, you know clearly that this girl's underage and it was it was her. It's this this actress. Mm. She is absolutely phenomenal. Um, the series has a voiceover by her. It's it's so it's her telling the story if you like right and you know she she does all these things she she falls for one of the herders uh, one of the sort of one of the, the cowboys who was who, who they've hired to sort of help help out she you know um looks after the cattle she does all these these, right. these sort of you know like very manly things that, mm-hmm. yes. and um i think she's amazing she's really really um great and i, I again there is no way I'm going to spoil this because I think no, no, sure, it needs to be seen. Um, but I think some, I've I've seen some of the reviews that have said the voice they hated the voiceover, they hated her character, and it's like, well, if if that's the case, then you're really not going to like this. Sure, yeah, like if you're if you're not on board with this character, you're kind of done. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was pretty impressed with Tim McGraw. I thought he was, you know, I've never seen him in anything else before. Before, so, and I was, you know, he's he's clearly not the best of actors, but I think he was doing a pretty good with what he he had and i think he was relatively believable as the sort of patriarch sure. family. Okay. i thought faith hill was a little better she i think and i think i'm sure i've seen her in things before anyway yeah she's got i think i think she seems to have a little more acting experience than he does but i could be wrong there um sam elliott is sam elliott of course i mean he's just amazing. he's fantastic in everything there's yeah. a there's a really great dynamic with between him and and tim mcgraw because they have Sam Elliott is basically, he's at the end. He's, he literally says, said, I'm taking these people to Oregon. I'm going to a fucking beach and then I'm going to go, I'm going to shoot myself. Basically. Yeah. 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 But I'm doing this and then I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. I, I want to, he's basically says his wife never saw the ocean sort of thing. And that's, he's taking her with him sort of thing in his, in, her, in his head. He's going to this beach and then that's, that's, that's what he's going to do. So he's, he want he kind of wants to look after these people, but he's fucking so exasperated by them and how useless they are. Like only basically one of the Germans speaks English, right? Um, I think you learn later that some of them do, but they don't really say much. And he's pissed off that this one this one guy just doesn't step up and try and control them. And as he says, they're not my people. We're we're all different groups here. It's not as simple as me just being in charge. They're not going to fucking listen to me because they don't know who I am. Mm. And Tim McGraw is more of a he's he's slightly more. I mean, he's you know he's a he's a hard ass, but he slightly understands them better. He he's he can he can sort of motivate them slightly better than the Sam Elliott character. Sure. And the the Thomas uh, character uh, played by Lamonica Garrett, who I've never seen before. He's really good. He's uh, he plays this sort of sergeant who clearly was in the war with uh, Sam Elliott's uh, captain before, and Sam McGraw's that 
character. He was in the war as well, but he was on the south, the south side. So you've you've got that dynamic going as well. That these two, you know, bit of tension there. Yeah, they they yeah. they're, 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 they were both captains in opposite armies, and they're both you know they both really you know the war is over, so there's no sort of real sort of oh I hate you because you're and and I guess there's mutual respect. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's more of, of, of that. But for me, it's it it's the the Elsa character. I think she's she has she's got this amazing vibrance mm. that you know she, she's really she's completely living in the moment. You know she's. She's out on the plane. She's enjoying everything. She's enjoying the trees. She's enjoying the, you know, everything. She's she's completely, you know, burning through her her life. You know, she she's completely ha- hanging on for for a dear life and, and 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 just pushing herself. And I thought she was amazing, really really good. I'm not gonna um, sugarcoat it. It is fucking depressing. There are some seriously fucking miserable things in this. Well, the Oregon Trail was never gonna be. Uh... Yeah, exactly. You know, um, if you uh, know about the Oregon Trail, or if you've ever played the video game, it's, yeah, uh, it's not I mean, fun I time. Heard, I have heard that it's it it wasn't as bad as all that. Sure, most, sure. For the majority, because you think well, people did survive. They did go. Oh yeah, get, yeah. Some some people made but, it clearly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Um, T- Taylor Sheridan, who who was the writer, he previously written um, Hello High Water and uh, Sicario. So he's oh wow, he, I, he's got pedigree really yeah chops um i would i mean i totally recommend yellowstone even though i've only seen the like the, the sort of first little season of it so far but this you don't need to have seen yellowstone because that was because i haven't like i said but to see this because it's not about that it's about the the earlier family so it's that you know the, the characters are you know carried over sort of thing yeah uh, though i do i do I, I think there's a flashback episode in yellowstone that um James and Margaret do appear in. Oh, okay. <clears throat> um, but I, I, th- I thought this was amazing. If if you um, if you want to see something that's that's if if you liked Deadwood or Hell on yeah. Wheels, this is that sort of western. It's it's really gritty. It's really grungy. You know, there's lots of swearing and cussing and sure. Uh, you know, violence. It's really, really good, and I, I cannot recommend it enough. Well, it sounds great. Um, I will. I, I haven't seen Yellowstone either, so. Um, yeah, I recommend that too. Yellowstone. Would you? Kevin would Costner, you? Really good. Would you recommend Yellowstone first, or does it not really matter? No, I don't think it matters because I because I. It's it's literally just how the family got to the the ranch in Montana. Sure. You know, how they, how yeah. they got how they got to where they you know they, where they where they're going sort of mm-hmm. thing, whereas. The Yellowstone is literally, it's, it's like a sort of, I don't know, I suppose it's, it's a sort of kind of like a Dallas dynasty type thing. You know what yeah. I mean? Okay. And I'm not, I'm not, that that's, I'm not using, trying not to equate that to bad soap opera sort of thing, but it's got, it's that sort of thing. You know, it's a, fi- a family dynasty uh, owning land and having this massive ranch and people trying to come in and it's got, it's, um, um, oh, bloody hell, what's his name? Um oh for fuck's sake um i don't know Shall I danny say? houston okay danny houston is playing um this guy who's trying to build like new homes and uh, uh this like uh hotel and all this sort of stuff and he's trying to sort of work on the land that they own and, and 
you know, there's, the, there's the conflict between them. So yeah. Yellowstone, I would recommend. I mean, the, the opening scene in the first episode of Yellowstone is like, Jesus Christ, that's fucking a way, some way to start your your series. Right. Uh, I won't spoil that at all. But in a similar way, eighteen eighty three literally does that as well with with Sam Elliott's character. I did spoil that a little. Yeah, that's fine. It, yeah, it's, totally spoiled it. But I, but you know, like I said, it's it's it is completely harrowing at times. And I absolutely loved the the the, the daughter character. I thought she was she was amazing. I completely, I, I was completely with her character for the whole um, series. Yeah. Wow, it's, it's 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 a really good little series. It's it's just from what I gathered, I think they initially were just going to do one season of it, but I think it's proved so popular that I I'm pretty sure they're going to give it a second season. Right. Yeah. Cool. Um, what do you want to talk about next? Uh, shall we go with the Adam Project? Uh, Project Adam, isn't it? Is it the Adam Project or Project Adam? I'm not sure which. <laughs> I can't remember myself. <laughs> can't remember the name of it. It's no, you're right. It's the Adam Project. Yeah. Uh, yes, the Adam Project. Yes. Um, so yes, the Adam Project, uh, directed by Sean Levy and uh, starring Ryan Reynolds as Ryan Reynolds, uh, being Ryan Reynolds <laughs> and uh, Walker Scabell as younger Ryan Reynolds. It's it's a Ryan Reynolds movie. Um, well, we've we've also we've also got Mark Ruffalo. Uh, and we've got Jen, uh, Jennifer Garner. We've got Zoe Saldana. Yeah, it's, it's got a good uh, cast. Catherine it's, it's a solid cast. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we've we've both seen this one, so that's nice. Yep. We can we can we can talk about this. Um. So it uh, we we see a dystopian twenty fifty, and uh, we see a fighter pilot called Adam Adam Reed um steals a time jet and uh goes and uh escapes back to 2018 uh however he crashes in 2022 and he meets his 12 year old self yeah um and uh his his 12 year old self has uh dealing with i think a year or so ago the loss of yep. his father in a car accident um and basically adam well he basically enlists his younger self um and yeah what follows is basically his ship's damaged and because he for some the dumbest fucking ship mechanic ever so apparently because he's really hurt the ship won't let him fly yeah or do anything wouldn't even let him repair it i think he says doesn't he? he's like i can't even repair it because i'm hurt he he can't access it at all because it went because he's been injured that's really useful imagine imagine if all of their military gear does that and they're in battle and they're like i've been shot so now i can't use my gun or the the tank doesn't work anymore guys sorry (laughs) (laughs) the fuck but um so uh you know what follows i i think is for the most part a, a generally fun you know sci-fi uh action movie um I, I the the main issue i had with this film if i if i can start with a moan uh yep. is that i feel like there was a prologue that we entirely missed like yeah. we don't get any real backstory proper information about the proper future. information which i feel like was i feel like it was needed it um it kind of gets eked out for throughout the movie but not yeah, and not a, I mean, yeah, you you, you tell you they tell tell they, because of the um uh Sorin Sorin is it? Yeah, Sorin, something like that. Sorian character played by Catherine Kinnear. It's basically you you the the future's gone to shit because of her character. That's yes, that, yeah. you, that's basically what you learn. 
Um, <clears throat> and you realise that um, it was his father that invented... Time travel. He time... invented it accidentally. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so so basically we've got, uh, obviously, Ryan Reynolds uh, playing Adam. Uh, we've got Walker playing young Adam. Um, and then we've got Mark, Mark Ruffalo is uh, Adam's father. Yeah. Uh, Jennifer Garner's the mother. And then yeah. Zoe Zaldana is Adam's girlfriend from the future. Wife. Wife, sorry. Yeah. Wife from the wife. future. Um, who yeah. is fantastic, but barely in it. And she kind of yeah. gets thrown away. Uh, yeah. Weirdly during this movie. It, um, it feels like she had... Like, it's like they paid her by the hour and they're like, yeah. well, we're out of money. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that is like, well, we've got we, we've got 50 quid. Can we have you for 10 minutes? Is and that it's, all right? It's a shame because I genuinely bought the chemistry between her and Ryan Reynolds. It, yeah. Okay. I, I thought they were really good together and then she's just gone. Like, oh, okay. I actually thought the um, Walker's... Uh, oh, he's great. Uh, the kid, again, I we get he these... He channels Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, he does. He really does well. a very good a... job. He's a real mouthy little shit. I thought it was quite. It was. It was, was funny. Yeah. And it was quite interesting. The the sort of younger older dynamic. I thought that quite worked quite well because I think. Um, there's a, there's a a bit where they're talking to each other on a over a, a, like a picnic table, and you realise that at this point, young Adam still loves his dad, but doesn't like his mother. And old Adam and hates some, his dad. Yeah, at some, <laughs> at some point, point he switches. That's changed when he went to like college. College, yeah, I think he says college. His attitude it? towards his mother and his father sort of flipped. Yes, and he's very regretful of the way he treated his mother at the time, at yeah. the age of twelve. Yeah. Um. So it's and it's a good I setup. Thought that was okay. I thought that was that was. I the, thought it was I okay. I, and I, I have I, read, I read one or two reviews that said they hated the fact that why what's young Adam? What does he know? Why is he talking? It's like well because he's. He's, he's just, just lost his father. He's literally just telling it from his point of view. Yeah, and he has a valid point of view. He's a child. Yeah, exactly. um, he's not doing it from any like great hmm. wisdom thing. For, for me, this feels. Yeah, um, for me, this movie really peaks when we're introduced to Mark Ruffalo. Uh, that's kind of when the movie starts to get some real heart and and real kind yeah. of. Um, before that is kind of all the jokes. Yeah, it's joke, joke, and and then we get to the the kind of. Uh, the emotional core of the movie with with mark ruffalo being the father and obviously he mm-hmm. he is then aware that both adams are from the future and he realizes that it's because of time travel um and we get some really nice moments between them I, um that what i did love the fact that he immediately recognized his son yes yes there was no fucking about that was good yeah yeah that, he, that's he knew. One of those, a few yeah. times where he's just like oh you're adams like yeah shit. he just literally went oh that's my son yeah, I, that I thought was really good. I really, I really thought that. That yeah, that was sweet. Yeah, there are, there are some really nice moments. Um, I I liked the uh the character of of, of Sorian. Um, both younger and and yeah. uh, older. Uh, Although the younger version CGI was a little. Oh, the, uh... the effects in this movie. There were some really really good ones. <laughs> yeah, some really good ones and really bad really ones. Ter- yeah, her her de aging is terrible. Awful. Uh, one of the worst I've seen in a long time actually. Yeah. Um, it was the 90s, wasn't it? it was... Soulless dead eyes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it almost looks... Even the movement seemed weird. Yeah, it all seemed really weird. And you'd, you'd like, imagine there must have been a motion capture or a person there. Well, I would have thought they would have I'm just got her to do it. I'm assuming it's just a face swap, but surely yeah. Just, yeah, surely they just got her to do it. But you're them. right, even the movement seemed a bit weird. Um, 
I don't know. But uh, that, yeah, but I liked the idea that that she'd kind of gone back and, and that her, her younger self was kind of reluctant and just like, I, you're ruining my life. Yeah, like, leave she hadn't got to that point yet. She yeah, she's not there. Abandoned all of her, you know, sanity and, and, sanity. and morals. Yeah. yeah. Um, this movie's got, I, I don't want to necessarily call it a soundtrack. It's got a playlist. Yeah. That, that, a pretty good playlist. It's a good playlist, but we're in that, you know, post-Guardians of the Galaxy is just like, there's no rhyme or reason to half the songs. They're great songs. I like all of the songs, just like I did in Suicide Squad. Um, but they, they're they just chucked in, you know, on they're on it's shuffle. Awful. They they work better than the Suicide Squad. Yeah, they, they, oh, that's a being a bit harsh. Yeah, the, the, I, first, I the, first, the first Suicide Squad really bungled. Oh, yeah those fucking tunes yeah i mean yeah they're, they're not you know it, it's, it's better executed here but have, have um, you ever seen um 13 going on 30 no so that's jennifer garner um her she she plays this character who like in the 80s um she when she's 13 she wishes that she was 30 she has this terrible birthday party uh, okay and she, so she wishes she was 30 it's and big next, is it basically. yeah it's it's yeah. Got, Sort of. In it, 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 basically, it's not quite that big in that she turns big. She literally quantum leaps into her 30-year-old oh, self. Oh, I see. So it actually, yeah, okay. Yeah, so she ends up in her 30-year-old self. And the boy that was her best friend when she was 13 grows up to be Mark Ruffalo. Right. So there's this, there's the, and in my in my brain, it was like, oh, she's Jenna Rink. It's and, that family, and, yeah. And Mark Ruffalo's playing um, Matty. They, they grew up to be Adam's parents. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I thought this was uh, overall a, a really fun kind of, you know, yeah, somewhat. I think, I think the, 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 the sort of the side characters all, are all really underused. Yeah. I could have done without the references as well. Or, or at least the over-explanation of the references is not enough to be like, yeah, it looks like a lightsaber. It's like, oh, it's like a lightsaber from those Star Wars films. And, yeah. oh, it's like the Terminator, but worse. And, uh, it's like, okay. Like, every fucking five minutes we got to reference some other movie. Oh, it's a superhero landing. Yes, I know. Fucking yeah, Ryan Reynolds was Deadpool. I fucking know. He's been the yeah. same character for the I mean, last they, decade. You, I get it. You can tell they literally did that because it was Ryan Reynolds. Well, it's interesting, isn't it? Because this movie has been around for fucking ever. I, I think like Tom Cruise was attached in like 2012. Really? I didn't know uh, that. Yeah, the script has been bouncing around and you can kind of see all the references they've added since 2012. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, they've clearly added a lot. Um, but overall, well, like, I honestly... Did, I did like the... Um the face-off teacher yeah that was that, cool that, that was, was really funny cool. i like when he's like oh i just got that t-shirt <laughs> yeah yeah I, I that was actually genuinely funny um yeah I, honestly i actually really enjoyed this movie so did um, I. I overall it's, it, it it's was fun. fun yeah it's not it's very it's not a good movie I don't think it's a bad movie either, though. But it's not a bad movie. It's it's, it's it's middle of the road. It's basically exactly what I thought I was getting from the trailer. Yes. It's, it's Ryan Reynolds being Ryan Reynolds mm-hmm. in a, you know, in a, a fun kind of time travel. Yeah. And I think the, it helps it's good fun. The and it's got a bit of soul and a bit the of kids heart. good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The kid's good. The even though the, 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 the side performances aren't used enough mm. that what they are, they're all good. I loved the um, 
the game of catch at the end was really yeah. nice uh there's yeah, some really nice scenes in this movie there are really yeah. you know it, amongst it all um but you know for the and most also, part I it's just a silly kind of action time travel movie yeah exactly and i think the 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 time travel stuff they didn't get too hung up on the actual specifics no and i, and I think this movie doesn't take itself seriously enough that it doesn't really matter yeah know? exactly um, I, I think you can if you if oh you, you could tear it apart for sure definitely tear it apart but i don't think you need to because it's no. not that sort of movie they're not they're not trying to do you know um primer or something yes pro- that was exactly what i was thinking yeah they're not doing primer that's like here. my go-to like amazing time travel movie yes um yeah if you want if you wanted proper fucking time travel go to primer yeah because that movie's fucking amazing um if you just want silly time travel shenanigans this is it this yeah. is and it's it is genuinely fun yeah it's it's genuinely funny there is a lot of laughs there are some brilliant little bits where um <laughs> the kid the younger adam thinks older adam is going to confront his bullies yeah oh that was great that and he's like good. no i can't like do you not realize that you getting the shit kicked out of you as a kid made you me like you, yeah. you have to get beat up that had to happen i love the bit at the end as well when uh young adam picks up the uh the lightsaber thing and he, yeah. i can't remember what he says he says something really arrogant and the guy just punches him yeah. <laughs> kicks him that was hilarious yeah, um, it's, it's, yeah it was fun if, if as long as you don't expect anything amazing if you if you just want a nice little fun it's harmless sci-fi movie yeah with that with with ryan reynolds because you know what you're going to get from ryan reynolds um i think something like um free guy was way better free guy oh, free guy was amazing good. i loved free guy um, this is just fun yeah it's just a fun little movie yeah it is and it is good fun though um very good fun so uh yes that was uh the adam project so what else do you want to talk about matt uh, so I shall go with Hellbender. Hellbender, yes. Uh, a film I know nothing about, actually. So uh, curious to hear about this one. So uh, this is... Um, so this One of the interesting things about this is... So this is... It's directed by John Adams. Um, and he's previously done a couple of other sort of horror movies and stuff that I haven't seen. Right. Um, but I've heard pretty good things about them. Um, so uh, the... There's a mother played by Toby Poser, right. a daughter uh, played by Zelda Adams, Izzy, and then there's a friend, well, not a friend, she meets this girl later on played by Lulu Adams, and those four people are a family, literally in real life. This oh, movie okay. is a complete family affair. Is it a family made movie? Yes. Oh, that's cool. I, um, I'm kind I of down with that. This one was as well. So. Yeah, they and they it was done during the pandemic, so it's it's one of those sort of you know let's just do something. Let's go to the woods and film some stuff. Kind of, yeah. yeah. It, it, it does feel feel like that. So you were uh, well, actually, in the very beginning, you get. Uh, I think it must it must be the eighteen hundreds because um, one of the women's is using a Lamat revolver. So yeah, it must be it's eighteen hundreds. Anyway, you basically introduce you see this um, woman. Uh, covered in blood, looks like she's eating someone, and then you it cuts to them hanging her and her not dying, and um, they shoot her in the head and she still doesn't die, and then all of a sudden she bursts into flames and flies off, and that's oh. and then and then, the, and then the movie begins. That's quite an opening. <laughs> yeah, it's a really good opening. <clears throat> 
and you're then introduced to Izzy and her mother, and they live in this big house in the woods, and they're isolated from everybody, and Izzy has an immune deficiency um, illness, right. disease, whatever you want, however you want, mm-hmm. and so her mother keeps her away from everybody. She she keeps her in this house, and you know she says, look, you know, if you if we go and if you go anywhere, you know, you're, you're going to get sick, and sure. don't want that. So you know that's why we live here. And they have this goth band called Hellbender. That you know the uh, the name of the play, film, yeah. Yeah, Izzy plays drums, and the mother plays uh, bass, and actually. The tunes are pretty good. They're okay. they're, pretty good, they're pretty good rocky tunes. Yeah. I assume they've made them themselves as well. They're, they're, they're not bad. Um, and uh, one day Izzy is um, walking along and she hears laughter and she goes to this um, this sort of this house that on on the sort of I'm guessing it's like the border of their property and she meets Amber. Uh, who sort of at first is like, who the fuck are you? Sort of thing. And she's like, oh, I just live next door, you know. So I, I just, and she's like, okay, you know, come on over, have a beer with me. And, she'll, you know, she sits there and she kind of gets on with this girl. And the girl, and eventually Amber says, oh, I'm leaving. I've got to go now. Come back here tomorrow. You, you can meet some of my sort of friends. Um, so the next the next day, she goes goes back. Her mother, you see her mother is, um, she's, you actually you literally see her mother casting spells to yeah. watch what, what her daughter's doing. She's, you know, there's some really nice little sort of effects of, it's a really cool effect that I liked was um, the mother goes up to this, I guess it must be the loft sort of thing. And she put, there's a, a symbol carved into the wall and she puts her hand over it and a key comes out of the back of her hand. It's really cool. It's, it's oh. a neat little trick. I like it. Um, and she goes into this room and she use, uses this spell. She's got this sort of grimoire that she sort of, and they're vegetarians they they only eat berries and and stuff right and um when she meets these are these other kids in this this pool um the boy basically he's got this tequila and he says right he says what we're going to do is we're going to play this game i'm going to put a real worm in one of the drinks and whoever gets the the worm has to eat it right Izzy's like, well, I, I don't eat meat. I'm, I'm a vegetarian. And it's like, ah, oh, it's, it's fine. Just just do it. So this is out. Obviously, she's going to get the worm. So she gets the worm. She drink. She knocks back the uh, the drink. Swallows the worm. And then has this amazing reaction to eating this worm. Um, she basically starts shaking and she screams. And they're all sort of sat there looking at her. And it's like, are you all right? And he's like, yeah, I'm fine. Right. And then I, I won't say anything, uh, other, anything else about how that happened, but <laughs> obviously something's now happened. Yeah. Um, and what you get is uh, is it's it, there's they clearly filmed this. I think they must have, they must have moved around a bit and they filmed in different places. You get some absolutely stunning woodland scenes. There is this. There is these this beautiful waterfall that they've um, they found that they filmed some of them. Right? It's like, those scenes are amazing. Um, the effects for the most part are pretty good. You get, the, you do get these, uh, these dream sequences um, where 
um, after she's eaten the, the the worm, she starts having these sort of like waking dreams where she's sort of talking to her mother and her mother's talking to her, and she sees that. Um, is it spoiling it to tell you? What's... Well, I think you you get the gist. They're witches. They're, they're yeah. You know, <laughs> it's not like, but there are there are certain kind. They're, they're these they're these hellbenders who basically get their magic from consuming life. Right. So, so she's consumed life by eating the. Yes. Yeah. And it's it's sort of you know she, it's awakened she, her she abilities. The, I guess yeah. She it, ate yeah. the worm and it basically gave her this jolt charge sort of thing. So is is the idea that they berries and stuff to have the least amount of life so that they're yes, overpowered I'm, I'm, or something? Kind of yeah. I, I, I would say that was yeah. It's 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 the actual consumption of I guess not so much living as in plants but. It, animals and stuff that's also and obviously as it is in these things the big kick is obviously going to be eating humans yes you know that's how these things are um it it felt very like um the wheatley movie that i watched uh around christmas was it i think the the, yeah it was in the year it was around maybe just before christmas I, i think in the earth is a better movie but then mm. that's maybe that's because I'm a more a Wheatley fan, but I don't think so. I think it, I think it was slightly better made. Um, it's mostly a two-hander. It's mostly between um, uh, Zelda Adams and her mum Toby. Mm. Um, and it, there's a very sort of weird unevenness about the movie. There's there are times when their performances are really spot on, and you're getting a real sort of deep emotion from them and then there are some times where it feels like they they might have just taken the first take right it feels like some some of the times it just oh you were so good there what happened there you, th- th- just something happened that it fo- it falls off a little that's little a shame crap. um the some of the effects some of the psychedelic stuff is in again in some parts is really good really really good really sort of gets to gets in in your brain mm. and other times i think it just falls slightly flat it's like you know but then there's some of these really good sort of facial, there's a really good face reveal at one point, which is like, wow, that's, I, I like how they did that. So it's, 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 it's mixed in its, in its quality. <clears throat> I mean, it, 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 at its core, I suppose it's, it's a, a coming of age story. So it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, is he becoming, not only becoming a woman, but becoming more than, you know, so it's, it's, yeah. it's there's that and, and i think that you know the dynamic between the mother and, and daughter are really really good really really good you know for the most part other than a few minor sort of acting fails sure um, which I, again i think it just feels like they they maybe they just took the wrong take or something you know what i mean mm-hmm. um it's it i i do like the uh, the way they handle the the sort of magic that in this the the the, the, the sort of it, you know, it's clearly not just normal Wiccan. It's it's sort of weird from the devil magic. You know. Sort of yeah, that. yeah. Um, I I really liked it for the for the most part. I thought it was a really nice um, uh, you know, for the most part, really good horror movie. Um, not in the sort of you know big jump scare type. No, thing. no, no. In a, in in a sort of you know like the sort of almost like folk horror-y sort sure. of sure. Um, grungier sort, and of it's it's good that it stuff at times. It's good that it kind of works and stands out in uh, in a genre yeah. that's become very over bloated with 
product lately it feels mm. like folk horror is very in vogue um yeah. these days so uh yeah it sounds interesting i yeah, i i, 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 I recommend it i think it's, it's it's not the best of this this type but i think it is a solid um horror movie i, I actually really lo- liked it and as, and as i said i would definitely watch something by them again and i will go back and watch his previous their previous movies because yeah. i think it was pretty it was pretty it was it was good enough mm. and i would i actually would say you know i i think when they do their next one, maybe it'll be that much better. You know what I mean? It'll, yeah. Whatever they do next, I'm I, I actually genuinely looking forward to what they do next. Mm. Cool. Yeah, really good. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. So, um, you have also watched uh, The King's Man. So, oh, yeah. uh, we, we can now talk about that. Um, obviously, I gave my review last time. The last mm-hmm. time we did this uh, this type of show, I think. Um, yeah. And uh, now you've seen it. So, you've seen the bit I didn't want to spoil. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, so let's let's talk about it. What did you? How did you find the King's Man? I was I was quite a fan of it. So I will say about the bit that you, that you didn't spoil. I'm so glad you didn't. Yeah, <laughs> it's a hell of a moment. It's genuinely. I was actually genuinely surprised because everything else. I been swore when it happened. I knew who the bad guy was from the from the get go because uh-huh. somebody already spoiled that. Right. And I a few of the other bits and pieces I already knew because, uh, like I said, other other things had seen had, had said it, and I was like, oh, you know, so I just I was just gonna enjoy it as it was. Enjoy the ride, when, yeah. When that scene happens, are, are we gonna say? We, I don't know because I don't want to spoil it for people that are listening. It's just a fucking hell of a shock, and it's a brilliant, brilliant yeah. piece of cinematography. Um, yeah, a real genuine fucking shock. It was like, good god. Um, and there's no sort of mistaking it either. It's literally. Oh no no no! It is it definite. Happens. It's oh, it's definite. It. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, I I really liked it. I really loved it. Um, the all the performances are really good. Um, yes, all I of would them. say, um, Gemma Arterton and uh, Jimon Honshu get underused. Yes, I'd I liked like to them. seeing them a little bit more. I, I agree, and I kind of I'd I'd like to see another sequel in this uh, in this prequel series. I would. Um, I would. Personally, because yeah, I, I think I think they're they're both fantastic, and I'd love to see more of them. Um, one thing I will say now, I understand it. It's it's hard because right. So the thing that was was dodgy was so for the first let's say. 20 minutes of the movie maybe a little longer it is so sort of grounded and yes it, it does go get to a moment doesn't it and then it suddenly and i think the, the thing is is that because it's dealing with the first world war yeah you don't want to trivialize it too much no no and i think they so they they kind of they they were really i think they they try and respectful of the first world. I war. think they're pretty respectful of it, and they they weave their kind of narrative throughout real world events in in quite yeah. a clever way as well. I thought. And then you get to respute him. Oh, it's just such a good scene, though. You know, it, I, that, I, I get I, it. I agree. So, so I watched it with my wife, and for me, because it was a case of, I was expecting because let's face it. The first, it's the Christopher two, Lee, right? I mean, the other the other two movies are are over the top and silly and brilliant and funny. Yes, and and that, and I was kind of expecting at some point this movie to do that. And, and this is where it. You're right. This is where it does and that. This yeah. is the moment where it where it literally goes. <laughs> and now we're going to do some. And some now we're a Kingsman movie. Back yeah. shit, crazy. Yeah, Rasputin <laughs> doing fucking 
ballet dancing fighting yeah. <laughs> and, and i absolutely loved it oh good yeah it's a fucking huge shift tone though it, the shift in tone is is noticeable uh but i will say for for someone to be following up on christopher lee yeah yeah uh, he did well i thought it was he, a really good performance I, actually, I think it was clearly fucking enjoying the hell out of oh it. god i think everyone was enjoying the hell out of those scenes they were yeah fantastic but you're um, right that the, the shift in tone is, is noticeable tone. there yeah. and as I, said, I watched it with my wife it was too much for her she was like no i don't know this is okay yeah she, i can i can understand that she said at the end of the movie she said i i did enjoy it but for her, the shifts was too much. Sure. And, and, I, and for me, it, was, it wasn't it was that they were too much, because I think... I, I guess if you've the, watched the other Kingsman movies, you're, you're kind of expecting it to come. Yeah, well, she, but she has, but... Oh, okay. I guess she's seen... I think she's... I don't know. Sure I mean, having said that, yeah. the, the other ones are are more uh, set in that tone, like, throughout. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. This yeah. movie, you're right. It's quite grounded, and then it has moments, particularly the Rasputin moment and the the climax, where it just gets silly, and you're like, yeah. okay, oh, we're in Kingsman territory now. Um, yeah, I think, and, and there's the, I, the, the the scene in No Man's Land again was, you could sort of see it happening, like you know, like in 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 real life, you could yeah. see that that they they weren't going to shoot each other because if they if they made it, they noise. did. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I guess. If it was just like a, a little tussle, maybe it was okay. Maybe it would have been all right. Yeah. But again, because it's a Kingsman movie, it goes it yeah, full on mental yeah uh, knife fight in the middle of no man's land. Yeah. <laughs> Which again, for me, was I loved. I, I loved it. Yeah, I loved it. It is, but I also do get the whole, you know, the First World War tone. The sort of the, the the enormity of of the of the misery and suffering of the of the First World War, and then you know it, it's it's very. I'm glad that they didn't go too far over the top with the actual dealing with the war itself. You yeah, know I mean? yeah. But I, I agree, I would, and I mean, would, would not get on with it as much as I enjoyed Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman did skirt a little close in places. Um, yeah. Where it, you know, is and and again, it, it that skirts the line where it's like you you do see the suffering and you do see um, mm-hmm. the the horrors of the war, but then also it, it's got fucking Wonder Woman like destroying a fucking building and you know, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and Ares on an airfield at the end, you know. So it's it's um yeah, it it I it's difficult, and I agree with you from that perspective. This film's tone shift. It's not a consistent tone like you get with the other two Kingsman movies. No, no. Um, but I, I, I like the story though. I thought overall yes. the story was very well yeah. woven throughout. I, I, was a little, and, uh... I was, a, I mean, just as on a historical um, thing, I was a little pissed off that um, Yusupov didn't get his moment. Yeah, the guy yeah. who really killed Rasputin. Yeah, he gets completely sidelined. It's like, oh, that. I, I was kind of hoping, I mean... You were you know, kind of hoping he'd make the save kind of thing. Yeah, or, I was yeah. hoping that he'd turn up and at least then you'd get the Yusupov bit. Because do you know the story about Christopher Lee and Yusupov? Uh, no, I don't, I don't think so. He met him when he was a kid. Oh, yes, yes, I, I did know that. His house. Christopher Lee's fucking... Like, yeah, exactly. Dude just met everyone and did <laughs> yeah, very psychos. Yeah. <laughs> Is it- I mean, I guess that does happen when you're when you're, you know 
he lived for like a hundred years. I guess you probably see a <laughs> yeah. lot of people in, you know. Obviously, obviously. He lived in turbulent times, didn't he? So. Yeah, he did. But yeah, so I, there's, there's just so, so many really good things in it that I, I think it, it it's just too enjoyable to be. I, I found it enjoyable enough to, to for me to just. I agree. Of, not forget about the tonal shifts, but at least not, not let them bother me quite so much. Yeah, I, um, I agree. Yeah. You know, they are there. And I think it, it helps that the, all the characters were good. You know, they were all... Yes, everyone um, was great. Villains and uh, and heroes. Um, I, what's the kid? Is it? I don't think I've seen him in anything else. I couldn't place Harrison him. Dickinson. Mm. I, I, I don't think I've seen him in anything else. And he was really good. I thought he was terrific. Oh, right. He was one of the voices in the Dark Crystal. Okay. Oh, cool. Uh, I mean, the, the series. Yeah, it doesn't... Yeah. I mean that doesn't help because we yeah, the puppets, him. yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I haven't seen it in anything else. But I really liked him. I thought he was really good. Yeah. Um, there was well, one thing that did really bother me actually about about um, when he goes to when he swaps over. Yes. Um, he basically goes up to uh, it's Aaron Taylor Johnson, isn't it? Yeah. And I was like, it, I, at first I didn't recognize him. I thought. That looks like it's like no. And I looked, I was like, Jesus Christ, it is that? Anyway, uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson. Um, he basically just goes up to this dude because he's roughly his size. Yeah, but I think that's the idea. Yeah. And he says, you know, he goes, oh, I got, they, they swap places. He goes over and then he gives him this letter for his father. Yeah. And his, his father le- reads this letter and he says, oh, this guy's, he's a good man. He knows, he's this, this, and this. I think he's really, it's like, how did you know any of that? You basically just yeah, you don't up... know any of it. Yeah, no, you, he literally just went up to him and said, "Oh, oh, hey, yeah, mate, let's that's... swap. Let's swap back." I can get you out of this horrendous job you're about to do. I mean, yeah. The other thing that I mean, it does it is it's integral to the plot, but I did think, why the fuck would you choose someone from Blackwatch? Yeah, that was it. Was a little odd. It's like you were the you are the most English dude here. Yeah. Why the fuck would you go to someone from Blackwatch and say, "Hey, hey let's you're right, my sake, let's change outfits"? Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but fine, you know, fun, it was, fun movie. It was, it was, it was really enjoyable. I really liked it. Um, I think it was probably better than the second one. I was going to say, I, I think you know, this is probably my second favorite of, of yeah. the movies. Uh, I think the first one still stands above it, but yeah. I really like this. And you know. I, I have this instant like uh revulsion or, or fear when uh prequels are announced to things. I'm like, oh no, no, no. Uh but this is proof you can do it. This worked really well. Yeah. Uh, I really enjoyed this. Yeah, and I think like, like you said, I think for the, for the most part, although it changes a bit of some of the, the historical yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the most part it remains pretty respectful. It doesn't change anything too drastically. It's not yeah, it's not like crazy crazy. The Yusupov thing was just a bit of a pet peeve for me yeah but, and i mean i guess they're a secret organization so someone else probably got the uh the credits, got the not them yeah exactly you know, i think that's the idea okay um, and i kind of i liked a lot of this you know the actual setup for the, the the two setups that i liked were the the, the setup for the, the the round table thing yeah that was great that was quite good i like that and i did like the um oxford's not brokes yeah how it was originally um oxford's not rogues yeah i like that i thought that was that was actually quite nice 
Um, some people might find that a little cheesy, but I actually thought it was quite well done. And I really enjoyed that. But yeah, it's really good. It was really fun. Um, yeah. and, I mean, I'm no expert on Scottish accents, but I thought... Um, I thought he was quite convincing. Probably not enough to convince an actual... As you no, start, I, I imagine but... if, you're, if you're Scottish, it's probably ludicrous, but... Yeah. I, I thought it was all right. I thought it was pretty good. I've certainly fucking heard worse. Yeah, Simon Pegg. Yeah, Simon Pegg. Which yeah, is but... weird because his wife's actually Scottish as well, but I thought his Scotty was awful. Yeah, but I think Simon Pegg is doing Scotty, isn't he? He's not really doing Scottish. And there is that. There is that. I mean, you know, Scotty wasn't Scottish. I mean, he's Canadian Scottish, I suppose. But... Yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, good fun. Yeah, really good fun. Uh, yeah, all the, you know, Charles Dance's Kitchener, and you've got you know, yes, Charles Dance, just just little bits and pieces of of you know the the, the Mahari character. Daniel Brawl is is uh, Anderson, and the the thing at the very end, yeah, um, the, the little cutscene at the end was like, yeah, I kind of saw it coming, but but it was cool anyway. It was kind of cool. It yeah. was kind of cool. It was. It was it was all right. I I did kind of like it. Mm. I do like the, the the sort of. I mean, it does make it sort of you know like the most ridiculous elements of Bond. In the, yeah, it really does. Know, yeah, the, the, this or like it's like you know they're they're Spectre, aren't they? These guys. Yeah. They, they've 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 got the worst villains that you have available to 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 sort of in their ranks. I it was, yeah, it was good fun. I really enjoyed it. And I and I, and I like you said, I would more than happily watch a another one of those yeah me too me too absolutely before um, you know um b- before uh ralph Fiennes gets to yeah he looked in better shape in this than he did for bond um he looked good in this so uh, yeah yeah he did. i'm not sure what order they were made in but you can certainly tell that some of the things really weren't him oh of course not but... lots of dark but dark, we're not in dark like sequences in that but yeah we're not in like steven seagal body swap territory yet God. you know we're, we're okay <laughs> okay um but yeah uh great fun um so i think that's everything is that everything that is yeah um so yes um should mention um akira takarada passed away 87 damn i didn't know that yeah 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 um obviously you know known for many godzilla movies including the original uh plays uh agata in the original um, and then went on to to be in some of the best Godzilla movies. Uh, most of most of the ones I actually love have him in it. Um, but yeah, well, so eighty's yeah. good. Eighty seven, yeah, yeah, it's a good good, old, good, old age. good. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, is there anything else you wanted to talk about before we uh, disappear? I don't think so. Should we talk, do that that rumor on the Doctor Who thing? Oh yeah, sorry, yes, rumor on the Doctor Who. There's thing. a rumor on Doctor Who that they're. They're planning a Marvel-style universe. Everyone's doing that. Yeah. And Hugh Grant is going to be the Doctor. Uh, when you say Marvel-style universe, I mean, they well, already guessing... did that. They, they already had Torchwood and Sarah Jane yeah. and the Doctor. I mean, that's just Russell T. Davies doing a universe again, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, he's already done it. He did that. You know, I mean, that actually predates the Marvel well, the, universe. Look, his, at, the, his, look uh... at the Cybermen. The Cybermen. The, the sort of most current Cybermen, they're all from the other universe, aren't they? Yep. No, they're not. They've got them. They've got. Oh no, they got them back from ours. They did get the Mondasian Cybermen eventually, didn't they? They did. Yeah. But the, the you know he, he introduced the other universes Cybermen, and 
you know, there are no, you know, there's another Doctor in that universe as well. Yes, there I mean, is. Not time yeah. anymore. He's just well, presumably there might be an actual Doctor as well. Who knows? Um, an actual Doctor and a human Doctor, but um, yeah, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll see. I, I'm gonna give you know, I'll give Russell T Davies a shot. I mean, this is only a rumor, but yeah, <laughs> Hugh Grant, fine. Hugh, I mean, Hugh Grant. Like I said, he's he has played the Doctor previously in a in a, in a comedy, uh, yeah. That, is it the curse of fatal death woman? Something like that, yeah. Um, yeah the, uh... which I, I I do love that sequence where he he keeps regenerating into different people. That was funny. It's hilarious, yeah. It, it, and it's and you know, the, the, all the, of the, the acts they chose are, are fantastic. Perfect, perfect casting for each one of them as well. Yeah, yeah, it's really. And good. of course, the first time we see uh, a, a female, female doctor, doctor, yeah. Um, you know, I I, I don't know. It's, it it just sounds. And like another desperate move to try and get people back. If well, true. I mean, they are. They must be desperate at this point, I would imagine. Yeah, um, but you know, we'll we'll see. We'll see. I'll I'll give it a go. If it, you know Russell's involved, I'll give it a watch. Um, out of curiosity, we'll see how it goes. Mm. Um, it would be nice, but uh, we'll we'll see how it goes. Anyway, yeah. What are we doing? What are we watching? Uh, I hadn't decided yet. Oh. I it's thought, going to be a mystery to everyone. I thought, you know, I'd li- I'd, uh, I see what you think. Oh, uh, we've done, oh. I mean, just did a uh, comedy, and before that we did sort of uh, drama. The duelists. Yeah, they? so another horror, maybe? Yeah, we could do another horror. What would you like to do? Oh, I don't know. It's quite broad. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at DVDs right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What have we got? Um... I don't know because we did hammer recently as well, didn't we? Yep, so uh, yep. we should we should do something other than those. How uh, about Night of the Living Dead? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm That's... amazed we haven't already done that, but yeah, we have not. No, okay, so, yeah. Origi- original yeah. Night, yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Perfect. I mean, we could probably touch on the remake as well, which is you know, oh yeah, we. Uh, I, I do have a soft spot for that remake. I like. Do you know what I? I think all of the remake. Well, not all of them because they're Lego stuff. But the, the I've first, not the, seen the remake, Day of the Dead remake. I've never seen that. Right. I think they're all pretty good, actually. Yeah, they're I I like. I mean, even uh, Snyder's Dawn has got one of the best yes. openings to a horror movie. Yeah. Like ever, it's amazing. Um. Yeah, I I agree. Yeah. So yeah, why not Night of the Living Dead? Uh, it's been a while since I've watched it, so uh, that'll be fun. Brilliant. Works for me. But That's um. Yeah, well, thanks for listening, everybody, and we will catch you next time.